This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Heartbreak and terror in a major American city after another deadly shooting at a high school. The chaos in the classrooms. Students jump from windows to escape the shooter. Tonight, the reunions with loved ones, the victims, and the emotional toll. Everyone who survived here is going to take home trauma. Fears tonight that Putin could use a dirty bomb in Ukraine. CBS's Holly Williams shows us the signs tonight that the Russians are getting ready for a major escalation. America's failing report card. The impacts tonight of the COVID pandemic on school children. And historic setback in math and reading test scores. CBS's Nikki Batiste has important information for parents. And it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Why mammograms fail to detect tumors in some women? CBS's Roxana Saberi has the questions every woman should ask their doctor. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're starting tonight with horror in the heartland of America. Another school shooting, this time in St. Louis. It happened today at the city's Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. Terrified students leaving their school with hands raised, escaping the senseless horror of bullets and bloodshed in their hallways and classrooms. A teenage girl was pronounced dead inside the school. Another victim, a teacher, died at the hospital. The gunman, believed to be in his 20s, was killed in a gun battle with police. This was the 40th school shooting in the U.S. this year. That's a half dozen more than in all of last year. The mayor of St. Louis spoke for so many parents today, saying our children shouldn't have to experience this. Caroline Hecker of our CBS St. Louis affiliate KMOV joins us now from the scene. Good evening, Caroline. 
Good evening, Nora. It was a horrifying and chaotic scene here that played out at the school. The victims ranging in age from 61 years old to just 15. The shooting sending students scrambling to safety, jumping out of windows and finding any door they could find. It was just after 9 a.m. The report of an active shooter in high school. When an all too familiar scene erupted. We're walking out the building. It's blood on the ground and stuff like that. We see we see students covered in uh, blood. Uh, we see uh, I see a lot of kids. It was kids crying everywhere. Police raced to Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. Traumatized students ran for their lives. Relatives rushed to their loved ones. It's a nightmare. Students say the shooter entered the school with a long gun, then opened fire, killing one female teenager and injuring at least seven others. One victim, teacher Jean Kushka, who passionately raised money for diabetes research, later died at the hospital. The gunman was reportedly killed by police. I seen my friend have all blood on her hand, and it was like she seen the shooter, and they, the shooter came to her and said, you ready to die? And to see her just screaming and crying, and it was just hurt me. As the community mourns, there are questions about safety at the school where authorities say seven security personnel were on duty at the time. It was that timely response by that security officer, the fact that the door did cause pause for the suspect, uh, that, that bought us some time. So, but yes, the doors were locked. Investigators located the suspect's car and are searching for more clues to the gunman's motive. Everyone who survived here is going to take home trauma. Even the officers who responded here, and the firefighters, and the paramedics who worked on people here are going to experience some degree of trauma. Now, agents with the ATF and FBI were seen searching a home connected to that gunman this afternoon. Again, the ATF and FBI seen searching that home for several hours here in South St. Louis. He is said to be a 19-year-old male, graduated, Nora, from this school just last year. Tonight, the community plans to hold a vigil. Nora. Caroline Hecker, thank you so much. Well, today, an admitted school shooter faced a judge in a Michigan courtroom. 16-year-old Ethan Crumbly pleaded guilty to 24 felony counts, including murder and terrorism. Crumbly shot and killed four schoolmates and wounded seven other people last November at Oxford High School. He could face life in prison. Tonight, 18 million Americans are on the path of severe weather as a system that dumped more than a foot of snow in the west heads east. The Weather Channel's Mike Bettis is following the powerful storms for us. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. We have two seasons playing out across the country right now. Winter across the West, including about 16 inches of snow falling in Bozeman, Montana. Everything coated in white. A lot of snow reports across the West. Tons of snow across Idaho, Montana, extending right down into the Colorado Rockies. And we believe at least one more day, if not two, of snow force here in the West. And then we have spring severe weather almost across the South. You can see a big line of storms across Texas. This will be 1 o'clock in the morning, that entire line pushes across Mississippi, Tennessee, and Alabama through the day on Tuesday. An outside risk, we could also see some tornadoes with these storms. That'll affect you through Birmingham and Atlanta for the Tuesday evening drive. For some of these places, welcome rain. Nor we know the drought conditions across the Mississippi right now with low water levels, so all this is very beneficial. Well, that's some good news. Mike Bettis, thank you. 
Well, tonight, a new report erases all doubt that the COVID pandemic caused an historic setback for America's school children. Mass scores saw their biggest decline on record. Reading scores, their lowest in three decades. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona calls the report appalling. CBS's Nikki Batiste has more, including what parents can do. New York City mother Luana Factoris says her son Madden struggled during the pandemic. He's now in eighth grade. Before the pandemic, he was always on the honor roll. After that, it was just he couldn't get his grades back up. It was pretty hard, um, challenging. The 2022 National Assessment of Educational Progress reports math scores for fourth and eighth graders plummeted since the last test in 2019. It was the largest decline in math since testing began in 1990, with nearly four in 10 eighth graders failing to grasp basic math concepts and only one in three students meeting reading proficiency standards. The results were sobering. Peggy Carr is the commissioner of the National Center for Education Statistics. The results showed black and Hispanic students fell further behind than their white and Asian peers, and girls declined faster than boys. Why is that? Well, we don't know precisely, but we think it has to do with socialization. Maybe they were differentially impacted by being uh, isolated during this time. Carr says while schools should focus on boosting math scores, parents can help their children make up lost ground simply by reading together. The message to parents is that this is serious. It will take all hands on deck and they're one of those hands. Madden told me he was easily distracted during remote learning, but he says now that he's back in class in person, school has gotten easier. His mom says being face to face with his teachers has helped her son's grades begin to improve. Nora. Thank you, Nikki Batiste. Well, tonight, more evidence this flu season could be a bad one. Walgreens says nationwide flu activity is 10 times higher than it was last year. It's more than doubled in just two weeks, with activity the highest in Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And this comes as at least 36 states are seeing a dramatic increase in new cases of the respiratory virus known as RSV in young children. There are fears tonight that Vladimir Putin may be preparing to unleash a radioactive dirty bomb in Ukraine. Top diplomats from the U.S., Britain and France issued a rare joint statement rejecting Russia's false claim that Ukraine has actually prepared to use such a weapon on its own territory. CBS's Holly Williams reports tonight from inside Ukraine. Today, Russia's general in charge of nuclear defense claimed that Ukraine's in the final stages of building a so-called dirty bomb and could use it against its own people. A dirty bomb has never been used before, is not a nuclear bomb and would be far less harmful. But by using conventional explosives to spread radioactive material, it's an effective weapon of terror. The U.S. has dismissed Russia's allegation as transparently false. The world would see through any Russian attempt uh, to use this allegation as a pretext for escalation. If Russia claims Ukraine's preparing something, it means one thing, said Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, suggesting it's actually Russia that plans to use a dirty bomb. The U.S. has repeatedly accused Russia of so-called false flag operations, staging violent incidents and blaming them on Ukraine as a justification for its brutal invasion. 
Herman Halushchenko is Ukraine's energy minister and told us false flag attacks have become Russia's standard practice. It's an alternative reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, They don't care. The truth is, it's President Putin who's threatened to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Do you think it's possible that Vladimir Putin will use a tactical nuclear weapon here in Ukraine? I think he'll do everything. I am expected from them now everything. The US says there would be consequences for Russia, whether it used a nuclear bomb or a dirty bomb. Nora. Scary. Holly Williams, thank you. Well, with just two weeks to go until the midterm election, CBS News has obtained an intelligence assessment saying China is likely seeking to influence several races. This comes amid national security concerns about threats to operations and election officials. CBS's Mark Strassman reports tonight on accusations of voter intimidation in the battleground state of Arizona. Armed vigilantes dressed in tactical gear patrol ballot drop boxes near Phoenix. Disruptive, even intimidating. Multiple voters have filed formal complaints. In this home stretch Buenas tardes. for 2022's midterm elections, Arizona may be America's hotbed for election conspiracy theorists. We're going to take a sledgehammer to these damn electronic voting machines. Republican Carrie Lake running for governor here, pushes suspicions about shadowy threats to voter integrity without a shred of proof. Mark Fincham, Arizona's Republican Secretary of State candidate, tweeted, watch all drop boxes, period. Save the Republic. Threats to harass you online, but also threats to physically harm you. Stephen Richer is the Maricopa County recorder in charge of voter registration and in this room counting early voting. This Republican's appalled by his own party's election deniers. It's especially frustrating when people knowingly do it to satisfy a selfish desire for political gain or for pecuniary gain. Early voters now crowd polls across America. Over the weekend, 80,000 Georgians voted in a single day, compared to the same day four years ago, an increase of 159%. Other states like North Carolina and Florida report similar surges for many reasons, including the fight to control the U.S. Senate. These 10 states featured dogfights for Senate seats. One of them, Pennsylvania. CBS News has learned behind the scenes, former President Trump has encouraged state lawmakers to repeal a law that allows all voters to mail in ballots. The sheriff here has been looking into reports that early voters are being harassed and he just referred two cases to prosecutors for criminal charges. Nora? That's significant. Mark Schossman, thank you. Well, the revolving door at London's 10 Downing Street took an historic turn today with Rishi Sunak winning the vote to become the new prime minister of the United Kingdom. He'll be the first person of color ever to hold that title. CBS's MTS Tayeb is in London with more on the man set to become UK's youngest leader in more than 200 years. I will make it my utmost priority to bring our party and our country together. In his first speech to the nation as prime minister, as Britain's fifth leader in just over six years, the third this year alone, he fought off challengers including former prime minister Boris Johnson for the top job. Let me tell you a story. When Rishi Sunak first ran this summer, he introduced himself as the son of Indian immigrants. Their story didn't end there. 
but that is where my story began. A story which saw him study at Oxford and Stanford and then land a plum job at Goldman Sachs. Married to the daughter of an Indian billionaire, they're worth an estimated $823 million, making him one of the richest members of parliament. Tackling the costs of... Even then, he was relatively unknown until then-Prime Minister Boris Johnson tapped him to be finance minister in 2020, when he oversaw the nation's economy during the COVID-19 pandemic. Despite his historic rise as Britain's first PM of Indian origin and of the Hindu faith, he now has to steer an economy his former rival Liz Truss, who was only in the job for 44 days, pushed into the abyss. Inflation is over 10%, the pound is struggling, and energy costs are soaring. Now, Rishi Sunak formally becomes prime minister when he meets with King Charles tomorrow, when he also makes history by becoming the first person of color to become prime minister of Britain. But he has to solve this country's many, many problems as his top priority. Nora. MTS Tayab, thanks so much. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and there's usually an increase in mammograms during the month. But mammograms can fail to detect tumors in some women. In tonight's Health Watch, CBS's Roxana Saberi on what women should be asking at their next appointment. For many, the key to beating breast cancer is early detection. 48-year-old Eve Feinberg gets a mammogram every year. My two paternal aunts were diagnosed with breast cancer. I have always lived with this fear that I too will die of breast cancer. Her physician, Dr. Sarah Friedwald, says Feinberg is also at a slightly higher risk because her breasts are dense, meaning they have less fat and more tissue, like the breasts in these images. About 40 to 50 percent of the women in the country actually have dense breast tissue. It just makes it a little bit harder for us to find uh, cancer on the mammogram. That's because dense tissue shows up white on mammograms, and so do tumors. On a very cloudy day, which would be uh, similar to a woman who have very dense breast tissue, we really can't see the cancer. She showed us how, for this patient, additional scans, an ultrasound and an MRI revealed a large cancerous mass. The area lights up very quickly. 38 states now require patients to be notified about their breast density. And the FDA is planning to announce regulations on informing women about their tissue type and screening options. Patients should ask their doctor about their tissue type. And if additional tests are needed, make sure to get a medical order and check if their insurance company requires pre-approval and covers the cost, ranging from a few hundred to thousands of dollars. Feinberg told us she pays around $2,000 out of pocket each year for an MRI after insurance coverage. But she says it's worth it. I think just to know that if something is detected, it will be detected at an early stage. Only 16 states and Washington, D.C. require insurers to cover additional imaging. But if breast cancer is caught early, the five-year survival rate is 99%. Nora? Roxana, thank you so much for that great reporting and information. It is such an important topic. I actually went today to get my mammogram and sonogram. It took about an hour and a half. And while not comfortable for a few minutes, we all know this can save lives. So tomorrow we're going to take a look at the racial disparity, the survival rate for women of color, which is much lower than for white women. Why is that and what can be done? That's tomorrow right here. There is shock and sadness in Hollywood tonight following the tragic death of beloved Will & Grace actor Leslie Jordan. 
That story when we return. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Some sad news tonight. Emmy-winning actor Leslie Jordan died after crashing his car in Hollywood. Police are investigating whether Jordan had a medical episode before the crash. With his southern drawl and his really sharp sense of humor, Jordan was best known for his role in Will and Grace. His hilarious Instagram videos during the p- pandemic drew millions of views. Leslie Jordan was 67. Nearly 20 dry shampoo products have been recalled because they may contain a chemical that causes cancer. What do you need to know when we return? There's a nationwide voluntary recall on nearly 20 dry shampoo aerosol products. Unilever, which makes the products under the brand name Dove, Nexus, Suave, and Tresemme, say they may contain elevated levels of benzene, which is known to cause cancer. Customers are urged to stop using the products and go to Unilever's website for reimbursement instructions. This was a big day for the chief groundskeeper at the White House. We'll tell you about the honor he received for 50 years on the job. That's next. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We wanted to end tonight on a remarkable milestone. Presidents come and go, but a constant for the White House is Dale Haney. 
He's the chief White House groundskeeper, and today he celebrated 50 years of service, posing with President Biden and the First Lady as they planted a tree in his honor. Besides keeping the grounds in tip-top shape, he's also walked the First Family's dogs for years, including the Biden's German Shepherd commander. When I covered the White House, Dale was always there, making sure the grounds were perfect for visitors. Dale, congratulations to you, and thanks for your service to our country. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Good night. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.